Ladies and gentlemen, Libertarians and Patriots, this is Grover Bentley, and you are listening to the Libertarian and Patriot Show. Monday, January 23rd, 2017. As usual, I'm your host, Grover Bentley. All sources can be found on libertarianandpatriot.com. You can follow the show at facebook.com slash libertarianandpatriot or follow my personal page at facebook.com slash groverbentley1. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter at libertarianandpatriot.com or on our Facebook page. Today is the first day of President Trump's presidency. And he has already taken many steps to make his presidency uh, distinctive against all the other presidents so far. Now, today I want to go over what he has done so far and numerous other things that are happening around our country and around the world right now uh, just because he is president. And it's getting really exciting out there, folks. It's getting tumultuous, I should say. Uh, there are so many different people uh, protesting, so many different marches going on, so many just different things happening out there today that it's it's seriously gotten crazy. So I want to take the time and let's look at these things to try to figure out exactly what's going on. So according to CNN Politics, uh, several different things have happened today just today about uh, what Donald Trump has done in his first 72 hours as president. So, of course, number one, he's taken over running of the entire federal government. Uh, The administration is completely taken over. Uh, President Obama is out. His administration is no longer doing anything. President Trump's administration has come in. They've taken everything over. And... Their policies are now being enacted as we speak in order to make things uh, go the way that they're wanting to go. Number two, uh, he has issued an executive order aimed at rolling back uh, President Barack Obama's Affordable Care Act. Now, what exactly does this mean? Well, also, according to uh, CNN, uh, they've taken the executive order and they've uh, sought to prompt the repeal of the Affordable Care Act. Also, they have signed the um, <clears throat> the executive order to waive deferred grants exemptions from or delay implementation of any provision or requirement of Obamacare that imposes a burden to the maximum extent permitted by law. What does that mean? Individual mandate. Gone. The uh, taxation of people because they don't have insurance, gone. All of that stuff is gone. What does this mean? Well, the total part of Obamacare has not been repealed. What has been repealed so far is ending the taxation and just overall 
burden that it puts on the American people. Let's go ahead and take a look at number three now. Uh, he has halted a reduction to the annual mortgage insurance premiums borrowers pay when taking out government-backed home loans. What does that mean? Well, let's go ahead and take another look at this. So, <clears throat> according to CNN, uh, the Department of Housing and Urban Development said Friday that the reduction to the annual mortgage insurance premiums borrowers pay when taking out government-backed home loans has been suspended indefinitely. On Friday night, White House Chief of Staff Rance Priebus released a memorandum to all executive departments and agencies to freeze new and pending regulations from the previous administration. The cut as a quarter the cut at a quarter of a percentage point would have saved homeowners an average of $500 this year, according to the Federal Housing Administration. Borrowers with large home loans would have seen an even bigger drop in their premium rates. So basically what it's doing is it is uh, taking the people who have the federally backed home loans and it's doing away with the uh, mortgage insurance premium cut that they were going to... Uh, put onto the mortgage insurance that they were having. Uh, so basically, it's going to cost about the same that it was before they uh, enacted the uh, cut in Obama's uh, final days in office. So let's go ahead and go on back. Uh, <clears throat> number four. Uh, Trump has ordered agencies to freeze new regulations, giving the new administration time to review them. Seems pretty straightforward and pretty easy. Number five, received a legal okay from the Justice Department for Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, to take on a role in the White House. Okay, that's fine too. Let's go ahead and move on to number six. Met with the CIA where he addressed employees. Trump also took over the nuclear codes. So this actually happened before his inauguration. Uh, Donald Trump actually was in possession of the nuclear football before his inauguration. Now, what does that mean? That meant that as soon as he was inaugurated, he had the ability to launch nukes. President Obama had his own nuclear football at that particular time also. They each had their own, so that way, if anything happened one way or another, they would have the ability to launch the nuclear weapons that we have in our arsenal. Moving on to number seven, Trump's nominee for CIA director, Kansas Representative Mike Pompeo, contradicted his earlier testimony and said he was open to revisiting limits on interrogation techniques, including waterboarding, if his intelligence offers think it is needed. So they're taking a look at the people who are actually on the ground and saying, hey, do we need waterboarding? Waterboarding. Do we need enhanced interrogation techniques? They are taking the uh, initiative and looking at the people who are actually doing the job and saying, what do we need? That's impressive because we have not seen a leader thus far who has actually taken the initiative to ask the subordinates, what do we need? Because... This is very important because this tells us that he is open to open to having his um, 
his subordinates actually open to telling him what is needed and what they should do. He is not going to sit there and micromanage these people. Number eight, raised the specter of another conflict in Iraq with Trump expressing regret for not taking over the country's oil and telling the CIA we should have kept the oil. Maybe we'll have another chance. Okay, CNN, that is a little bit biased. Let's go ahead and blink that one out because while he may have said that, that's not saying that he's going to. That's not saying that we're just going to go willy-nilly back in there and steal another country's resources. That's not how we operate. If it is how we operate, then we need to change something with this president. He's our first truly citizen president, and he needs to make sure that we don't go and do this. Now, number nine, he spoke to the Mexican president and said the two will meet at the end of January. This is important because if he builds the wall and Mexico is going to have to pay for the wall, then we need to talk to the Mexican president and make sure that we're all on the same page. Number 10, spoke to the Canadian Prime Minister about the two nations' economic relationship. That's good because Canada is a very good trade partner with us. So is Mexico. But at the same time, Canada is a little bit more civilized than Mexico is. And I'm not saying that from uh, me being you know, some form of racist or bigot or anything. Those days are over, my friend. You can't call me that anymore because I'm not. All I'm saying is Canada is a little bit more civilized. And uh, it does us well to uh, engage with Canadian uh, business and make sure that we can still do business between the two countries. Number 11, he announced he has meetings with leaders in Mexico and Canada to begin renegotiating NAFTA. Why is that such a big deal? Because NAFTA sucks at the moment. NAFTA is making it to where Canada and Mexico reap all the benefits of American manufacturing and industry when America just gets the product. That's it. We needed those jobs here in America. If we renegotiate NAFTA, we should be able to do that. Moving on to number 12, uh, he announced his first foreign leader meeting will be Friday with the United Kingdom Prime Minister Theresa May. That's also good because the UK is one of our biggest allies. We need to make sure that we are all on the same page and we are running as a nice, good, oiled up unit. Number 13 signaled a shift in the Justice Department's civil rights efforts when it requested a delay in the lawsuit over a Texas law requiring voters to present certain types of government-issued IDs. Now, here's the big issue on this one. Now, we need voter ID laws. I'm just going to out and say that. We need voter ID laws. If I need an ID to... Uh, purchase a firearm, if I need an ID to rent a property, if I need an ID to buy a car, if I need an ID to buy cigarettes, to buy alcohol, if I need an ID to rent a car, if I need an ID to get insurance, if I need an ID to do any of these things, I should have a freaking ID to vote. Okay? I should have an ID to do the most fundamental American activity that is a responsibility of every 
single American. It is the responsibility of every single American to go out there and vote. Am I in favor of making voting uh, mandatory? No, I am not. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it is a fundamental responsibility of an American to vote. And being an American, we need to be able to prove that we are who we say we are. When we go in there and vote, we need to make sure that we are who we are on the rolls so that way our vote is counted. So that way we are not overcounting votes. So that way we don't have these massive democratic freaking uh, voting frauds that we've been having. That we don't have the counties and the precincts up in Chicago, up in New York, all these different places that are coming back 105, 110, 125% for Democratic leaders. We don't need that to happen. We don't. So we need voter ID laws. 14. Prepare to issue more executive orders this week. Uh, today he has already issued a executive order pulling out of the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. He has already also uh, signed an executive order uh, regarding NAFTA. Uh, moving on, number 15 told the National Park Service not to tweet after it retweeted side-by-side -side images showing the crowd at former President Barack Obama's 2009 inauguration and Trump's inauguration. What does this even matter, people? I'm, I mean, honestly, okay. <laughs> what does it matter about it, the crowds at the inauguration event? Uh, honestly, okay. Yeah, okay. Trump didn't get a lot of support but at the same time, Barack Obama didn't have a lot of support either. <laughs> they paid a lot of his people to come to his inauguration. Or, you know, you had all these uh, crazy liberal leftists out there uh, shouting for socialism and stuff. So, at the same time, <laughs> National Park Service, just do your job and stop freaking tweeting. 16. Began discussions about moving the U.S. Embassy in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. I'm in favor of this. I've always been a big Israeli supporter. I believe that Israel is one of our uh, key allies in the Middle East, and we need to make sure that they know that we are on their side. If we move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, that means that we recognize their inherent right to exist. We should not have made them a country if we are going to sit there and say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to recognize you as a state. I'm not going to recognize you as your own sovereign identity by putting your uh, our embassy in someplace that is not your capital. What? Seriously, that makes me just pissed off angry. Why would you put an embassy in a city that isn't the capital? Moving on. 17. Confronted his first nation, national disaster as president, the deadly tornadoes in Georgia. Georgia has actually uh, put out a request for Donald Trump to initiate it as a national disaster or uh, a disaster area so that way FEMA can come in and help with the uh, deadly, the results of the deadly tornadoes. Uh, that was actually on the news this morning. We need to make sure that we give uh, the full support that we can to places that need the support. Number 18. 
uh, issued executive orders to. I've t I've said about this before, but. Uh, he issued executive orders to withdraw from the Trans-Pacific Partnership trade deal negotiations, as well as an executive order on abortion and lobbyists who want to work in the White House. Now, what does that all mean? Well, uh, removing ourselves from the Trans-Pacific Partnership, basically, that's giving us more of our sovereignty back. Uh, these other countries don't have the ability to tell us what we can or cannot produce anymore. The Trans-Pacific Partnership allowed that to happen. It allowed these other countries that we were in the partnership with to say, hey, United States, we don't want you making this because we're making this. So basically, that's making it to where these other countries have monopolies that we can't break through? No. Screw that. Screw that. Screw that. So those were the 18 different things that Trump has accomplished in his first 72 hours. We're going to go ahead and take a short break, and uh, we'll be right back with some uh, new news. Stay tuned. Looking for weekly news, entertainment, and funny memes? Look no further. Go to libertarianandpatriot.com or facebook.com slash libertarianandpatriot now to sign up for our newsletter. It's chock full of libertarian news, funny memes, and everything libertarian. So once again, that's libertarianandpatriot.com or facebook.com slash libertarianandpatriot to sign up now. Recently, on January 21st, we had a huge march uh, of women on Washington, D.C. Uh, it's called the Women's March, and they have a website. I'm on it right now, uh, womensmarch.com. Uh, I want to read off the mission and the about of uh, what exactly is going on with these people. So the mission and vision... Uh, it says, we stand together in solidarity with our partners and children for the protection of our rights, our safety, our health, and our families, recognizing that our vibrant and diver diverse communities are the strength of our country. The mission is, the rhetoric of the past election cycle has insulted, demonized, and threatened many of us, immigrants of all statuses, Muslims, and those of, a, of diverse religious faiths, People who identify as LGBTQIA, Native people, Black and Brown people, people with disabilities, survivors of sexual assault, and communities are hurting and scared. We are confronted with the question of how to move forward in the face of national and international concern and fear. In the spirit of democracy and honoring the champions of human rights, dignity, and justice who have come before us, we join in diversity to show our presence in numbers too great to ignore. The Women's March on Washington will send a bold message to our new government on their first day in office and to the world that women's rights are human rights. We stand together recognizing that defending the most marginalized among us is defending all of us. We support the advocacy and resistance movements that reflect our multiple and intersecting identities. 
We, all, we call on all defenders of human rights to join us. This march is a first step towards unifying our communities, grounded in new relationships, to, cha to create change from the grassroots level up. We will not rest until women have parity and equality at all levels of leadership in society. We will work peacefully while recognizing there is no true peace without justice and equality for all. Hear our voice. So what's the problem with this? One, women already have equal rights. Two, they want parity in all levels of leadership in society. Okay, that's fine. Get your ass up there and do it. Stop sitting around, posting on Facebook, having marches. Get up there, improve yourself, get into those leadership positions. Because you want to know something, you ain't going to fucking do anything if you just sit around and say that you want it. You're not going to. This gets me mad, people. This gets me really mad freaking angry why because these people want these leadership positions people want all this stuff but they don't want to work for it they want it just because they're women okay i have absolutely no problem with women being equal i have no problem with it i'm i'm a big champion of first and second wave feminism as stated in uh, my podcast two weeks ago the third wave what I am against is third wave feminists coming up here trying to subvert power from people who have it strictly based on gender. That is what I have a problem with. That needs to stop. I have had so many arguments for the past two or three days with these just feminist harpies sitting here saying oh well uh if you're against this march and you're against women's rights no i'm not against women's rights i have told you guys this many many times even somebody who has listened to this podcast thinks i'm against women's rights no i'm not against women's rights i'm against you having the right to kill an unborn child after it has a viable heartbeat and is its own person yeah I'm against that. Sure, before it has a heartbeat, go ahead. Have an abortion. Have at it. Because it's not a person yet. But you want to know something? When it has that heartbeat, it's a person. It has rights. It has these rights granted to it by God. Now, when I say God, and I know I hate to put this in every time I say God... But I'm talking about the creator. I'm talking about whoever that happens to be for you. Because as a libertarian, I really don't care who your god is. You have the right to worship whoever you want. But whoever it is, they granted us with these inherent human rights. So you want to know something before you sit there and say that you should have the right to have a late-term abortion like one day before it pops out? No, you don't. Stop sitting up on your high horse, sweetie. You don't belong there. Now, when you also talk about women's rights, they sit here and they automatically bring up the gender pay gap. 
Yeah. That bullshit. I'm sorry, people. The gender pay gap doesn't freaking exist. One. The Civil Rights uh, Act of 1964 has made it illegal to discriminate upon sex. So, if you are getting paid less than a man who is similarly qualified and has the same experience, you shouldn't be marching on Washington. You should be taking your ass over to your local lawyer and suing that asshole. You should be making sure that they don't do that to anyone else. Because you want to know something, Chippy? It's illegal. You shouldn't be sitting here marching or posting up on Facebook about it. You should be suing that ass. Two, they use these conglomerated numbers from years worth of studies saying, oh yeah, women earned this amount in this many years. As opposed to a man who earned this amount in this many years with similar experience, similar qualifications, and all the rest of this stuff. Okay, you want to know what? That doesn't work. Why? Because women take time out of work to have children. Yeah, sure. You match up a man who has similar qualifications to a woman. That man's going to earn more over his lifetime because that woman takes time out to go rear children and to bring them up. Man doesn't do that. Let's just stop and listen for a second. Men and women will never be 100% equal. We can make men and women as equal as we can in eyes of the law. But we will never be 100% equal because we are all created differently. Men inherently have differences than women. You should know that. It's called science. Stop being science deniers, liberals. Stop being science deniers, you liberal frickin' harpy feminists. Stop it. Go take your ass back to school and study something other than goddamn gender studies. How about that? Stop sitting up there thinking, oh, well, my gender studies degree should be able to give me anything that I want. No, it won't. You know why? Because nobody fucking cares about your goddamn gender studies degree. It doesn't matter. You go and you get some useless degree like this, of course you're going to earn less than somebody else. And you're sitting here having protests about that? No. Screw you. Go off someplace and get real qualifications. Go to a trade school, for Pete's sakes. Go learn a skill. Go weld. Go uh, woodworking. Go carpentry. Go mechanics. Become that mechanic. Become that carpenter. Become that welder. Become that electrician. Be that construction worker because we need people like that. We don't need some liberal fucking harpy sitting out here saying, well, you're a man. You shouldn't be doing this. You know what? Screw you. I can do what I want just like you can do what you want. But you know what? When I get paid more because I studied hard and I worked for it, don't be coming to me saying that you deserve more when all you got was a gender studies degree. That don't work. That does not sit. And you know it. Because that's not the world that we live in. And it's not the world we're going to have. 
You need to get your head out of your own ass. And you need to understand that's not where this is going, sweetie. Yeah, I went there. I don't care. I'm on a rampage today, if you haven't figured it out. Because these stupid third-wave feminists decided they want to go and make everybody uncomfortable. Even all the women out there who are against this march, who are against feminism. Feminism is lost. Overwhelming majorities are abandoning the movement because of these third wave harpies. Because of these third wave feminists who sit here and all they want to do is bitch and complain. They want to try to subvert the power from the people who have it strictly based on gender. They're trying to take over. What about this do you people not get? I mean, we're sitting here in 2017 for Pete's sakes. Women have the right to vote. Women have the right to own land. Women have the right to go and buy cars. Women have the right to drive. Women have the right to do anything that a man freaking does. Tell me one thing that women don't have the right to do in this country that they have the right to do elsewhere. Tell me, please. I'm waiting. You know, I was in an argument. Yeah, I was in an argument a little bit before uh, I started on the podcast. And I asked that question about three or four times. What rights do you not have? None of them could tell me. None of them. And then when they sit there and say, oh, well, we need to make sure that we all have equal rights and blah, blah, blah. Okay, how about this? If you want the right to kill a child, then go to a country like Iraq or Afghanistan. Because you want to know something? You have the right to kill people over there. And I don't think anybody's going to come and get you. Oh, wait. Ah. Oh, you, you want to know something? If you go over there, you're not a person. You don't have rights. You're property. Did I forget to mention that part? Oh, yeah. Because killing people is uncivilized. There is no place for that in a civilized society. Yeah, sure. People like me, I might be an uncivilized barbarian, but I make civilized society able to actually exist. The idea that you could kill a person and that you want that right to. You want that right. What gives you the right? Nothing. Nothing gives you that right. Absolutely nothing. We're going to take a short break. And uh, we'll be back. Stay tuned. Do you have a small blog, YouTube channel, or podcast? 
go to libertarianandpatriot.com and apply for our affiliates program. We'll work with you to place an ad in our podcast, website, or YouTube that suits your needs. Once again, that's libertarianandpatriot.com and click on the affiliates program link at the top. And we're back. And one of the things that really pisses me off about the Women's March and everything that has to do with that in general is how personal these people make it. Well, yes, uh, I feel that it is a personal issue and it is going to have a lot of uh, just emotions tied up into it. What really gets me is the lack of facts and the lack of common sense. So... Upon engaging some of these liberal harpies and trying to figure out exactly what's going on with them, I figured out that the whole thing boils down to abortion. That's it. It, It's all about abortion. They want the ability to have the abortion at any period, at any time in the gestation process. That's all. That's it. Now, I'm one of those people who believe in the grand compromise. Up until heartbeat, yeah, you should be able to abort. Afterwards, nope, you're stuck with it. Plain and simple. If you want uh, some sort of birth control, birth control is cheap. Condoms are cheaper. Keeping your legs closed is free. If you don't want a kid, don't do the deed. Plain and simple. Practice abstinence. If you want to go out here and be a whore, go out here and be a whore. It's fine by me, but don't be sitting there bitching when he, when you get pregnant. That's how that works. Don't go bitching when you're pregnant. Now, one of the other big key factors here is childcare. Okay, there are many places out there to get childcare. You don't need the government to come and say, hey, you, you need to have this childcare. You don't need the government to come and do that. Everything that these people are marching for is already a thing. That's it. And then they have the gall to say, oh, well, we're marching against the current administration. Okay, the administration just took office today. You have no idea what policies are going to be putting into place. While they did sign an executive order putting on uh, making... What is that? Uh, It's the uh, executive order saying that government money can't be used to pay for private organizations. There you go. That's the way it should be. That basically says, hey, Planned Parenthood, you can't operate through American funding, through taxpayers. You can't have that money. That's all that that says. I don't get why this is such a big deal. Nobody, no private company should be sitting there like taking taxpayer money to do stuff with. No company should be doing that. None. That's not how this works. So for everyone out there who is part of this woman's march and things like that. Yeah, sure. Go march. But you want to know something? If I ask you what right you don't have, be prepared to say something. The argument that I'm in, 
nobody can say shit. I ask, hey, what what right are you fighting for? They can't tell me. Oh, well, you have to go and look it up. No, I want you to tell me what right don't you personally have that you're sitting here protesting for? Oh, well, you need to go back up here and look it up. No, I want you to freaking tell me. I want you to say, hey, this is the right that I'm actually fighting for. Have some convictions, for God's sakes. Understand what you're fighting for. Say something, God. And then, when I say, you haven't told me anything, okay, don't get mad. Tell me something. Tell me what right you personally do not have. If you're telling me to go look at the internet, you have no clue. And then if you direct me to someplace else to see something else that you writ, something else that you wrote, and then nothing there has anything that has to do with a right that you personally don't have, other than the right to the product of someone else's labor, which you don't have, by the way, then it doesn't make any difference. You have no idea what you're protesting for. You have no idea what you're protesting against. You have no idea, and you're being used as a fucking pawn. That's what you are. You are a pawn. You are going out there, and you are being a pawn in someone else's scheme. You are going out there under false pretenses, trying to do something that you have absolutely no right to do. That you have absolutely no business doing because there's nothing going on. You're under false pretenses. I mean, come on. Yeah, sure. I, I would totally recognize a protest if you're sitting there and you don't have the same rights as men. I would totally recognize a protest if you had to go and do some inordinate dance or something to get a loan because you're a woman. I would totally expect a protest if you could not get a loan because you're a woman. If you couldn't hold land. If you couldn't drive. If you couldn't vote. If you couldn't do all the rest of these things that women can do because you're a woman. <coughs> Excuse me. I totally agree in having a protest when you can't exercise freedom. But you want to know something? You don't not have freedom. You don't not have rights. It's It hasn't been a thing. It hasn't been a thing for a while. And you're sitting here saying you don't? What propaganda are you listening to? What idiot has convinced you that you don't have any rights? Then you sit here and say, oh, well, it's a lot of people going to this thing. Okay, if a lot of people jumped off a bridge, are you going to do it? I know I sure as hell ain't. Why? Because I ain't fucking dumb. I ain't stupid. I'm not going to go and jump off a bridge because a million other people are doing it. If a million people want to go and jump off a bridge, by God, let them go jump off that bridge. You know why? 
<laughs> because we're going to get rid of a whole lot of stupid people. They're not going to have a big drain on society anymore. Let them go and do it. It's not going to change a damn thing. Because it doesn't matter. You want to sit there and shout equality, equality, equality? It's that simple? No, it's not that simple. Men and women have never been 100% equal. We can make them as equal as we can in the eyes of the government, which we have. But if you want to sit there and say, oh, well, we need more female CEOs. Okay, go to school. Yeah, get that degree. Yeah, get the experience. Yeah, and get that job. Don't be sitting there saying, well, I should be a CEO. No, you shouldn't. You should fucking go in there someplace and do whatever it is that you do. Because it certainly isn't leading a Fortune 500 company. Certainly isn't. You shouldn't be going out there and trying to subvert power from people who already have it. Just for your own selfish gains. Because, while yes, it is important for you to strive and to improve yourself and to become better. It is not, I repeat, it is not acceptable to sit there and say that you're not succeeding because you're a woman. Unless it's actually true. Which nine times out of ten, it's not. It's not. All you are is selfish. You want the ability to have sex anytime that you want without the repercussions of actually having sex. You don't want to take the precautions that are needed. You don't want to step up and be personally responsible for yourself or your body. You don't want to step up and say, hey, you know what? I need more medical treatment because I am a woman. So my insurance premiums are going to be higher. You don't want the uh, whole uh, being responsible thing because then it means that you actually have to do something. It means that you actually have to pay for something. Yes, go out there. Buy your tampons. Buy your maxi pads. Buy the things that you have to buy in order to do your womanly things. But you want to know something? Me as a man, I have to go out there and I have to buy my things to do my manly things. Because. Hey. Guess what. That's how it works. It's called the economy. Supply. Uh, law of supply and demand. So. Before you sit here and march around. And say that you need more rights. And more this. And more that. And blah blah blah. Understand. When you sit there and say that you deserve free shit. You have completely. Lost it. You have completely lost all semblance of actually meaning something. Your march means nothing. Take your asses back home. Get your asses to work. And start earning the shit that you're saying that you're entitled to. Because that's it. That's all it is. That is it. With Donald Trump in office now, yes, I understand. You are going to have a lot of different things happening. I understand you're scared. 
Now you're understanding what conservatives went through eight years ago with Pres uh, President Obama. Now you're understanding. Because now you don't get that free ride anymore. Now you're going to have to go and work and do the things that you have to do in order to survive. As opposed to being on the government's tit. That's what's going on. And honestly, it, it, it's gotten to the point to where I am so annoyed by you people. I'm so annoyed by the liberal harpies sitting there saying that you deserve stuff. You deserve nothing. You shouldn't be sitting there saying, oh, yeah, I, I demand this and I demand that. And Okay. You can demand it all you want. doesn't mean you're going to get it. But. Oh, well. We're going to take a quick break. And uh, we'll wrap this up when I get back. Stay tuned. been a really really crazy kind of day really crazy uh, podcast and there's a lot of things going on today uh, tomorrow this week next week and the coming year that should cause a lot of anger with a lot of people it should make a lot of people just rethink everything that's happening in the country and in the world right now just posted up a meme on libertarianandpatriot.com it's the saddest thing in the world to watch thousands of women march for the right to kill their own children let that sink in 
They're marching for the right to kill their own children. I don't know about you, but that's crazy. The idea that they should have the right to do that. I mean, they already have the right. It's already there. It's already on the books. But the idea that they want more of it? I mean, what do they want? Do they want the ability to, like kill them until they're 10 i mean where are we going with this where are we going with this whole thing i mean it's getting to the point to where we need to stand up and stop this we need to stand up and let them understand hey you know what you already have the same rights as men you already have the same ability as a man does now, I was in a conversation earlier with one of my good female friends and wanting to understand the issue in its entirety. Now, <clears throat> let me back up. Let me say she's an immigrant. She comes from uh, someplace other than America, a third world. If you want to get technical. And I said, can you please tell me what rights women don't have? I'm seriously asking people and they're attempting to murder me. They're attempting to murder me. So what happens? She sends me a message and she says, this shouldn't even be an issue in this country. Women are already drunk with power and the feminist movement is beyond repair. Bitches need to get off their steroids. That's all. That's what she said. That is 100% what she said. I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to say who she is. But that's what she said. And from a female perspective, especially somebody who's not from this country, somebody who's not from America, and is from a third world country, saying this i mean wow <laughs> that that lets you know exactly how far we've fell down this rabbit hole folks i mean the idea that you know people are sitting here trying to grab up as much power as they can because of their gender i mean what does that say about people in general what does that say i mean what are we as a people going to do? The Trump administration is one day in. The Trump administration has already signed several executive orders. And <laughs> half the country has gone mad. I mean, I, I, under, I, I thought I understood how liberals would react to this entire thing. What I didn't understand is how my own friends would turn on me because I saw differently than they do. How my own friends would stab me in the back just to be a part of this group. And while you can, while I sit here and say they're my friends, 
at the same time, if they're willing to do that, they are not my friends. They never were my friends. They never, never stood beside me. And they never fought with me. My brothers in the military, you guys are the ones who have always stood beside of me and always stood up with me in cases such as this. My brothers and sisters in the military, I love you guys because we always see eye to eye on things. We always understand. My brothers and my sisters in the civilian world, I love you guys because you always listen to my podcast. You always understand what we're saying. You always engage. You always make things better. You're always giving facts. You're always trying to educate people. You're trying to make it to where all this stuff fits together and works. You're not trying to destroy things. You're not trying to do these marches. You're not trying to turn everything on its head. You're trying to make things better. And I appreciate that. It's about time we all stood up and pushed these people away. Either that or tried to turn them our way. Because if they continue down this path, it's going to be some sort of civil war here in America. I'm sorry to say it's going to turn into that. There's too much stuff happening right now. And too many violent activities that are going on for this to keep going, for this to continue. We need to understand this is not the way. I appreciate you guys tuning in today. It, it's a crazy start to this new presidency. It's a very special edition of Libertarian and Patriot for sure. Start off on Trump, end with liberal harpies trying to kill people. <laughs> I understand completely how that could be just whew, crazy. I appreciate it, though. I appreciate you guys listening every week. And we need to make some announcements real fast. Libertarian and Patriot is looking to expand. We are looking to hire people. We are looking to hire writers. We're looking to hire staff. But the one thing we need is money. Libertarian and Patriot need your help. We need to sell t-shirts. We have a Teespring store that will, that has been posted up on libertarianandpatriot.com and uh, facebook.com slash libertarianandpatriot. We need your help to sell those t-shirts and get some funds coming in so that way we can hire some people. So that way we can get more people working with Libertarian and Patriot to bring you better news, to bring you better podcasts, to bring you better articles, better memes, better newsletters. We need this so that way we can help you guys, so that way we can educate the masses and have it to where they aren't blindly following people off a bridge. We need your help. Please go to facebook.com slash libertarian and patriot. 
please go to libertarianandpatriot.com. Please look for the storefront. Buy a t-shirt. We will be putting out new t-shirts this week. We will be putting out new t-shirts next week. We need to sell as many as we possibly can so that way we can hire more people. So that way we can bring more goodness to this country. Help us out. This is Grover Bentley. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to y'all next week.